Hi, I'm Emily Salaby, founder of Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company, and your host on the Hazard Girls podcast here on Jacket Media. I'm so honored to host this show where I get to chat with Hazard Girls about their careers. Hazard Girls is an online community for women working in traditionally male-dominated fields. On our show, you'll get to hear from these amazing women about the path that led them to their current careers, challenges they've overcome, advice for other women in entering these industries, and more. Hope Savara is the CEO of Mother Trucker Yoga. She's also the author of the book, Trucking Yoga, Simple Fitness for the Long Haul. Her mission is to make life healthier for all truck drivers, and she's doing so in so many ways, one of which is an app that she created called Mother Trucker Yoga. Hope has been on hundreds of podcasts and radio shows, and she is a regular monthly guest on Sirius XM Radio. She's also caught the attention of Yahoo News, Forbes, and PBS, and was recently named number 10 in the top 11 entrepreneurs to watch out for in 2023 by LA Weekly. And now she's here with us. Welcome to the Hazard Girls Podcast, Hope. I am excited to be here. It's going to be a great conversation today. Well, I want to start out by hearing a little bit about you. Uh, are you a truck driver yourself? I am not. So I did not get my start in trucking. I actually got my start in the yoga and fitness world. Um, I was struggling with addiction in my late teens and early 20s and just kind of was out of options and starting to lose hope. And then a colleague I was working with at the time, I was a lifeguard, and she looked at me one day at work and said, you look like somebody that would practice yoga. And something in me just that day just kind of flipped and full transparency. I think that was the first time I really ever even heard yoga yeah. um, so in, in a conversation, but I went home and I looked up a class and I found one in a, in a town nearby and I went, and even though I was half the age of everyone else in the class, something happened that day in that yoga class. And when I rolled up my mat and I walked out the door for the first time in years, I had felt something that I had not felt in a really long time. And it was, my mind was clear. I didn't feel anxiety. I didn't feel overwhelmed. I didn't feel like this anxiety or need to like, you know, get rid of these feelings. I like felt peace. And I was like, wow, this is possible. And so my Wednesday night yoga classes became a weekly ritual of second chances. And that eventually led me to opening a yoga studio. I had a state approval vocational school here in my hometown in Wisconsin for many years. But I was always looking for something more. I got into recovery. I started a family, but I felt like the yoga community was not where I was meant to serve Mm -hmm. using all my gifts and skill sets. And then five years ago, I met a guy at a local business mixer. Sounds a little bit like a pickup line, (laughs) but I'm happily married. Uh, And he looks at me and says, do you have anything for truck drivers? Like in the cab of the truck. And I was trying to pitch him corporate yoga at the time. And I looked at him and said, mother trucker yoga, just (laughs) trying to get this guy to laugh. Like it was, you know, an awkward conversation, never met him, just trying to make him laugh. And he looks at me, doesn't flinch, sticks out his hand and says, that's brilliant. You Uh want to go into business together? He called me the next day, four months later, we had built a business from scratch. A year later, I bought him out of the business Uh because I was kind of doing everything. And since then I've really kind of climbed within the trucking industry to Mm -hmm. not only bring yoga to this community, but more importantly, show the industry that there is a different, better, more practical way 
to show drivers how to improve their health. Yeah. And it does affect the bottom line. It does affect the industry as a whole. And this is a whole nother way yeah. of supporting the drivers coming into the industry. Well, I, I want to take it a step back. Uh, you, you mentioned that you were in recovery. You had, I think you said addiction issues, <clears throat> and then you got into yoga and that gave you this peace of mind that you had never experienced. You, you didn't even know what yoga was, but when you took yeah. the yoga class, all of a sudden you had this peace of mind. And, um, you know, I can relate to that having been a practitioner of yoga myself, I'm not an expert or anything, but I've definitely done my share. So I know what you mean. It gets, it gives you a feeling of peace. So it's not just about your physical health, but it's about your mental health. Can you talk a little bit about the relationship between your, your recovery from addiction and yoga and how those relate to each other? Yeah, I think this really has shaped my perspective on health and fitness um, and yoga, you know, all together because of where I've come from. I struggled with eating disorder, drugs, alcohol, uh, anxiety, depression, you name it. I kind of, you know, got the best of everything, I guess. But yoga really taught me how to feel again, how to breathe again, that so much of why I was going to those things was because I wasn't okay with myself. And I know that that's a blanket term, but what I mean by that is I was not comfortable feeling the feelings that I had. Mm -hmm. I was not comfortable dealing with situations and relationships that I had to stand up for myself or I had to speak up or I might disappoint somebody. And I think for mm -hmm. so many people out there today, these are real feelings that we are not acknowledging and dealing with. And yoga kind of calls time out. It kind of says, mm -hmm. stop, slow down stay in the feeling, let it pass. And <laughs> as someone that it does enjoy fitness, a lot of the other avenues of fitness that I was taking, wasn't asking me to do that. It was a yeah. little more of like run away from the feelings, mm -hmm. just like get her done and like kind of push those things out. And although I felt good after that feeling of goodness dropped much quicker than it did with yoga. And so I started to think like, wow, I might be onto something here. And I started taking these experiences I was having with yoga, with learning how to breathe and control my breath, feeling mm -hmm. uncomfortable poses and like, wow, there's, that's a mimicking for this discomfort. I feel when I talk to this person or mm -hmm. when I, you know, get a rejection letter from someone, cause they don't want to work with me, whatever it is. And I started applying these to my life and I started seeing changes. And I think this is what I contribute to getting into recovery and staying in recovery but I started to look at how I was teaching yoga and how others were teaching yoga. And I thought, I, I need to do this differently. This isn't about memorizing poses. What mm -hmm. good is it to be able to stand on your head when you can't even stand on your own two feet? And is it really about getting the advanced pose or is it about learning how to live in your body? And so I kind of approached yoga for the 15 years I taught traditionally in a different way. And then I brought that into the, tr into the trucking industry, broken down into tiny little bite-sized pieces because for drivers, you just, it's too much. They don't have the time. They don't have the resources. Yeah. It's not practical. Yeah. And, and we'll get to that. Cause I want to hear all about your, your, pro your exact product and your process in doing that. But, um, so we understand now, okay, this is, you were recovering, you got into yoga. You really became a yoga teacher for 15 years. You said, you were at a mixer, a networking mixer. You spoke to a guy. Okay. 
that is a crazy story. I mean, you spoke to a guy, he says, why don't you bring this to Trekkers? You make up a name on the spot and all of a sudden you have a business. How, how can you explain that? First of all, the name is funny. The name's definitely right. Pretty so, much, pretty much. Who was, who was this guy? Who, was he an investor? So I am definitely a jump and figure it out later kind of gal. I always mm-hmm. have been. But so I'm at this little small town mixer in my hometown here in Wisconsin, and it's all farmers, it's all industrial business owners, you know, people I all know, and I didn't know this guy, I didn't recognize him. And I just start talking to him. And like I said, it was a joke. Like I was just trying to get the guy to laugh because I think it's funny sometimes. (laughs) And in that moment, like when he stuck out his hand, it was, you know, how you just feel like life is, life is guiding you for the two years prior, I had been like, okay, universe, like, I feel like this chapter of owning a yoga studio is over. Like I've done everything I can do. This isn't fulfilling me anymore. Like there's gotta be something more out there for me. And then this happens. Like, I don't know about y'all listening, but sometimes life gives you what you want in the most unusual packages. And I think that my former business partner was put there because he wasn't supposed to be at that meeting that night. That's the other thing. He came last minute because a buddy told him to come because he was in town on business and he wasn't even supposed to be in town on business. So I just believe that everything happens for a reason. And it's our opportunities in life to take those or not take those. And I said to my husband, I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work out. And I go back to teaching yoga. I mean, it's not like I'm out anything other than some money I invested in it. But if I don't try, I don't want to look back and regret that because- It's only a matter of time before someone else does something similar to what I'm trying to do. Not as good as me, but. What was his position in the trucking industry and also in app developing? Yeah. So um, he was in fuel. And at the time he was in my town because he was trying to start a brokerage with a trucking company in my area. Um, And so he had just started on that. He had only been in town a couple of times. Um, and so we met for the very first time at that mixer that night. He had no, didn't know anything about fitness, anything about health. He mm-hmm. just knew the industry. I think he was my doorway and his role. When we started, I was kind of like the brains of the development. Mm-hmm. I knew, you know, how to create the yoga. I knew how I wanted the, the program to be. Cause I had built programs before. Um, I had already been speaking. So it's like, I can handle the outrage. I'll be the front of the company. He was supposed to be the piece that was like going company to company and like reaching out. Cause he was yeah. doing that with his fuel company. It didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to great guy. You know, I still respect him. You know, he still works in the industry, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a 50-50. I do my thing. He does his thing. We collaborate together. We build this great company. But it became clear a few months in that that was not the case. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame him. I'm not angry. I feel like without him, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. But we parted ways. I bought him out of the business a year later. And interesting, again, like the universe has, has a way of working. The second I did that, it was like, game changer. Like this is when mother trucker took off. This is when I felt like more opportunities felt in my lap. And I thank him for that. Let's talk about the app because it's a, it's an app, right? That's the main thing. You also have written a book. Uh, It's it's a curriculum for schools. So let's talk about it. Um, How does it work? Who is it for? Now, you know, our, our audience is lots of truckers, but also other industries as well. So we've got women in STEM fields and trades and construction. 
Um, so I don't know, just from that perspective, do you think it could apply like across the board or do you think it's really only just for drivers? Here's the beauty is we all are often stuck in confined spaces. Mm-hmm. For many people, we're commuting back and forth to work for multiple hours a day, um, sitting, you know, longer than we want. My husband has a CDL. He's not a truck driver, but he works on more of like the construction side. So heavy equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long time sitting that you don't want to be. And so the driver's seat is a chair. It's your, it's your driver's seat in your Honda Pilot or, you know, in a dump truck. The yeah. sleeper is the bed. It's the floor at your house. Uh, outside the rig, you know, is doing things next to the truck is a wall at home, is an elevator. Mm-hmm. And so definitely these things can translate. And um, we have an app. And so we're currently available on Android. We're waiting on our approval for, uh, for Apple. Uh, but we are a mobile-based platform. You can access us through the web, through computer, tablet, phone, whatever it is you want to do. And the whole premise is bite-sized pieces in health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Because truck driver or not, nobody has the time to do a 60 or 75-minute class. Mm-hmm. Not to mention we have the attention span the size of an ant in today's world. Mm-hmm. So I, my whole motto is if it takes more than five minutes to teach you to do it or to be able to practice that move, I'm not going to teach you. Mm-hmm. And instead of this like idea of like fitness in a box, you know, you pull it out of the closet when you're ready to do it. But if it's not the ideal time, if it's not the ideal location, if you don't have the right clothes, you keep the box in the closet. Instead, I'm suggesting to these drivers and men and women, why not insert movement into your day? Why not do a little bit of some pelvic tilting or a stretch in the driver's seat when you're driving or you're waiting yeah. to load or unload? Why not do one or two simple stretches or exercises while you're still in bed? Those count. Why not walk a few extra laps around your truck while you're filling up with fuel? That counts. And up until this point, so many of us, trucker or not, yoga or not, have this idea that fitness has to come in this like perfect box, ideal circumstance. Yeah. And therefore we don't work out then. And then we're not feeling healthy. Then we make bad choices and we're stuck in this horrible loop and we can't get out of it. And I want to fix that. I want to change that. What did the studies say about dividing up your exercise like that in small bites? Well, so there was a recent study and don't quote me because I can't remember where it was, where it was done, but they were comparing 20 minutes of exercise and doing more like getting your heart rate up. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're doing a heart rate focused exercise, something that gets your heart rate up um, for at least 90 seconds, like give it your all. It's the equivalent of 20 minutes of cardiovascular exercise. So if you do five minutes Mm -hmm. of just like power walking around your truck, or I teach drivers running in your chair, like running in place and using your arms to get your heart rate up. Like there's so many ways of being able to get your heart rate up that don't have impact mm. that if you just do that and go all in for short bursts multiple times throughout the day, it's the same equivalent to a full intensity cardiovascular exercise. So I think we're, we're looking at health and fitness as a whole in an entirely new way in today's world. And this is where I love science. I don't always love it. Uh, but in this particular instance, I think we're starting to get the idea of, you know, our bodies are meant to move mm-hmm. all day throughout the day. We're actually yeah. not meant to sit all day for eight, 10 hours and then work out intensely right. for 60 minutes. This is where injury happens too. So bridging the gap and saying, hey, we need to do this this way, I think is really what we're looking for and is really ideal. 
So the app is really there to keep you on track so that you're you're continuing to do these bite-sized pieces as the day goes on and you're not forgetting. It's is it reminding you? Is it giving you ideas? Tell us what it does. Yeah, so um, we have about 200 videos in the platform. Um, I try to upload regular ones or new ones, you know, month to month, depending on what my workflow is and how much I'm traveling. Wait, uh, but the idea video, so it's videos, is it you? doing the yes, dance. Yes. Awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, so you get me. Um, you get me. And my big thing when we started this was if I'm going to do this for a particular industry, I want them to see themselves in these videos. So when I'm showing you moves from the driver's seat, 90% of the videos are all done in a truck mm -hmm. um, because that's the environment that they live in. To show mm -hmm. a driver, hey, do this exercise and I'm in a gym surrounded by weights and BOSU balls and resist. Yeah. Like it's just, it's not practical for them. And I think that was a big reason when I started doing research in the trucking world as to why people weren't doing fitness. Furthermore, the ones that were promoting fitness, it was just somebody in front of a truck doing jumping jacks and windmills. Like that's not trucker fitness, you guys, that's mm -hmm. not driver health. That's somebody standing in front of a truck showing you gym exercises, like watch <laughs> YouTube for that. Like yeah. I really wanted drivers to see what they could do, but also acknowledge them and be seen because it is an industry that's very thankless. They are overlooked a lot. My dad was a sewer pipe layer. And mm -hmm. so I understand that like forgotten industry of like mm -hmm. working really hard and getting very little in return and also breaking your body. And I watched mm -hmm. my dad do that for years. So this whole practicality of the app and the platform is meant to be short, sweet in their environment and kind of giving them the most bang for their buck. So if you have back pain, here's one stretch to do to help you feel better right now. I'm not mm -hmm. going to show you 90 of them because it's overwhelming. You're not going to do 90, but if I can show you one or two that you can do every single day as your go-to and you actually do them, then I'm doing my job. Can you, can you show me one right now? Absolutely. So okay, uh, shoulders, about, yeah, chest, hips, you name it. What do you want to do? Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I, my back, my back is always a little wacky. So, okay. So one of the ones you can do. So if you're sitting, um, one of the easiest ones is whether you're at a driver in the driver's seat or you're at a computer, we might start out good, you know, adjust the mirror up, adjust our computer up in the morning, but we end up hunch hunching by midday. So mm -hmm. one of the easiest ones to do is just a really simple chest expander, taking your arms back behind. Now, if I turn my chair sideways so you can see me a little bit better, um, sticking your arms up on top of the chair and either clasping your fingers or grabbing like a belt or a towel and rolling your shoulder blades together. Now I'm letting my forearms kind of lean on the chair and lifting your heart as much as you can and arcing your back and looking up. So we're counterbalancing that C-curve spine that plagues us all from long-term sitting. And you can even then drop your chin to your chest and get a little bit of a neck stretch in at the same time. And so when I'm teaching drivers poses and moves that they can do during the day, throughout the day, I'm really taking into consideration what are they doing in their environment? What is their body doing? How are they moving day to day? And how is that negatively affecting them? And the things that I'm teaching them, at least in the beginning, they can't be big and scary because many of the drivers are out of shape. They are overweight. They aren't, they haven't exercised in a long time. And for me to like come out guns a blazing and be like, you're going to do kettlebell swings or you're going to do tree pose when like, you know, they're struggling just to like get in and out of their truck. That's just not practical, but they're also going to feel defeated 
before they even start. I want to show you one other move and, and listeners. Wait, wait, can, can, can I ask you, just make sure you're talking toward the. Oh, sorry. Um, so one other move that you can do is just sit tall on the edge of your sleeper on a chair, wherever mm -hmm. it is, and cross one ankle over the opposite knee. This is called figure four stretch. If you have hip pain, sciatica, um, mm -hmm. even knee pain, this is a great one. Sit really tall. So try to lengthen your spine. Take, if I have my right leg crossed, take your right hand and place it on your right thigh. And now press that thigh down. Now you can increase the stretch by hinging from your hip and coming forward, try not to round your back though. So it's almost like I'm trying to bring my chest over my shin and just go as far until you feel that stretch. Now, for some people, they won't have to go very far at all. And for other people, it's like, oh yeah, I can definitely come forward. But what we're trying to do with a stretch like that is you have six deep hip rotators. And when we don't move and we sit a lot, those deep rotators get super frozen and sticky. Now we think we have arthritis. Now mm -hmm. we have back pain and we can't figure out why. And really those things are happening simply because you're not moving enough. And so that's say, a great hip rotator. This works. I'm doing it right now, as you're saying, so I'm putting my, my foot on my knee and I'm leaning forward. And it makes me think like I, every, I have sciatica stretches that I do every single day, ever since, since I had my kids and I do it at night, you know, it's, it's something I do before bed. So, and when I'm working out, so but, but I could be doing it at my desk. I could be doing it, you know, if I'm a driver, I can be doing it in my truck. So it's little things like this that can really make a difference throughout your day and in your overall health. Now, I want to ask you a little bit about the mental health aspect of this for drivers. Um, and then I want to go in uh, to talking a little bit about the difference maybe between men and women in the industry or how, how you see the industry for women. Sure. Yeah, so let's talk about mental health. How How is it that doing this and keeping this yoga up throughout the day through, through your app um, is going to affect someone's mental health? Well, it, we're, we're all in a loop. And so there is a lot of research that suggests that movement, simply moving our body, you standing up and doing arm circles or doing 10 squats in a row, you know, any type of movement at all boosts serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, um, boosts, boosts all of that, lowers cortisol levels. All of that happens through movement. Mm -hmm. And so if you look at our culture as a whole, we move less now more than any other time in history. Mm -hmm. And consequently, and paralleling that, we are at an all-time high for mental health issues, depression, anxiety, suicide, loneliness, you, know, you name it. And as technology advances, one of the repercussions of that is people are doing less. I always say that the swivel chair is the best, worst invention ever. A backup <laughs> camera, although I can hook up our trailer on a dime, I'm not looking over my shoulder anymore. And so there are so many modern things that are robbing us of essentials that we really need to live happily and healthy. And so my whole suggestion, and this is the aha moment I had when I got into recovery, that it was like, how am I doing this? This was the question I got a lot from people. How did you get well? How did you do this without medication? How, how are you like really feeling like you're living a hundred percent free of all of that? And I think the reason is, is yoga kept me moving. Mm -hmm. Yoga kept me breathing. And I, I continued to, to do these things regularly and it wasn't a quick fix. It didn't have a, happen overnight, but that natural boost that we need to our brain, our neurotransmitters to feel good is the loop we want to get into. Cause for the majority of us, we don't feel good. So we don't move. 
and we don't move. So we feel bad about ourselves. So we eat and then we feel bad about eating. And so then we don't move some more and we just keep going. But if we can break that cycle and just do, you know, a couple shoulder rolls or, or maybe just bend down and touch our toes or one of the moves that we just did, we can break the cycle. And now we feel good about ourselves. So now we're going to make good choices and we mm -hmm. make good choices. We feel good about ourselves. And when we feel good about ourselves, we tend to eat healthier. And when we eat healthier, we feel good about ourselves. And so it's just this cycle it's that so we want to get true. in. It's simple. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, that, that cycle is such a real thing that it's so easy to get into and, and hard to break out of. All right, let's talk about the industry, the trucking industry in your observation, because you're not a driver, but you've been working within the industry now for a while. How do you see the industry for women? How do you see the state of things? Do you have any observations um, on women in the industry as far as mental health and physical fitness in relationship to maybe the way it is for men? Yeah. And so there's roughly about 10% ish. I mean, some stats show nine, some say 11, we'll just say 10 mm -hmm. um, across all aspects of the industry. So these are women that are working in the office and in logistics. These are women that are actually out on the road. So there's, it's, it's broad, but I think for a lot of the women, there is an increase in women coming into the industry. And one of the things that I've noticed is that there's a demand for self-care. There's mm -hmm. a demand for them to kind of like keep their sanity, so to speak, whether it's in how they decorate their truck or making sure they get a shower every day, or yes. like they, they have a standard of care that they're coming into the industry with. And the expectation of this is a basic human right that like, we should be able to feel good at our job. And they're not willing to bend over that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's refreshing. I think that that's hopeful and optimistic because turnover is like 340% for drivers. It's like crazy high. And if women can fill that and stay in the industry longer, we're going to have to start accommodating that. And so I think men to women, one of the things that I've noticed is women, when it comes to fitness and health, they do want it, but they are concerned about things like being seen in public exercising. Many of the women are a little out of shape. Um, they're worried about like space. They're worried about, you know, will they have the time to do it, how to do it? Because many of them haven't exercised before, which are the same fears and concerns that the men have, but right. they tend to be more vocal about it, which allows me to help them more because many of the men in the industry, it's like, I've uh, ended up just fine to this point. I smoke two packs a day and I'm not dead. And I'm like, you're not dead yet. <laughs> so I do see women more open Mm -hmm. more optimistic, more demanding, um, and setting a new standard for like, this is what everyone else in every other industry gets. Why don't we get the same accommodation? And I think it's brilliant that they're speaking up about this. This is the, one of the many ways the industry is really benefiting from getting more women. And one of the reasons we need to keep getting more women into the industry and keep making the industry a friendlier place because it's women are improving the industry. And this is just one of the many ways. So I agree. Interesting, so interesting. Um, well, I want to hear where, you know, where we can find you. I know you have your website. Um, tell us what that is. And tell us also a little bit about your book, who it's available to. Absolutely. Um, so you can find us over at mothertruckeryoga.com. Um, we have a great blog, lots of free resources. You can find me on any social channel, Mother Trucker Yoga. And I'm always posting free videos, free content, um, because I really want drivers, whether they decide to work with me or not, 
be able to have the tools and resources that they need to be mm -hmm. able to take that first step in their health and wellness in whatever direction and however that looks, because nobody deserves to be in pain. Nobody deserves to feel like they don't have any options or are out of, don't have any hope. And, and no one deserves to, to feel like everyone else gets to be healthy at their job except for them. And I really want drivers to know that there are opportunities out there. Um, so mothertruckeryoga.com, Mother Trucker Yoga across all social platforms. Um, but about two years ago, I started to see a common thread with the drivers I was working with. So we have this video-based platform, they watch the videos, they love it. But one of the big feedbacks that I kept getting from drivers is like, I'd love like a guidebook. I'd love like mm -hmm. cards or like pictures. So now that I know how to do these videos, these moves, I just want to be able to like, look at it and be able to like, know how to do that. But then I also started seeing an influx in drivers and wanting to have the words to explain it to other people. Like, how would I say this to my friend, Hope? Like yeah. Dean Key, one of my drivers, he's like, I was telling, you know, my other drivers at, at work about this, but it's like, I can't come up with the words to say what you say. And yeah. so I wrote a book called Trucking Yoga, Simple Fitness for the Long Haul. And my premise was the same as it's always been. Simple, easy moves. My goal was that if they open up the book, I actually have one right here right now. I want them to be able to instantly see an exercise or a move and go, I could do that, where it empowers them to feel like fitness is not something that they have to either like learn or like go to a class or like feel like it's not for them. I wanted them to be empowered. So there's 60 exercises. We had an amazing sketch artist draw them all in their environment again, in the cab, outside the truck. So they're seeing me do what they're doing. But then more importantly, I go through really what it means to live a healthy life. It's what I call the four essentials um, that everyone needs to be able to be doing to age healthy, the four movements everyone needs to do to age healthy. I talk about posture. I talk about how to activate your core. Um, I talk a little bit about walking and mindset, um, just to be able to give drivers a foundation, whether they're an individual driver, whether this is like a company with a fleet or it's a CDL school wanting to train drivers from the moment they step into the industry, this really becomes a guidebook for them. That's amazing. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Uh, if you are listening and you are thinking about wanting to improve your health, I just want to encourage you that today is the perfect day to start. It doesn't have to be pretty. You don't have to know all the answers. You don't need any fancy yoga clothes. Um, what you need is just a willingness to do things different. And that can be something as simple as the next time you head to the bathroom and you close the door after you, you know, do your thing and wash your hands, do 10 squats. The next time you're talking on the phone and you're just sitting on the couch, once you get up and walk around your house instead, the next time that you find yourself feeling a little down and a little defeated, get up and run in place for 30 seconds to get your heart rate up, to get that mm -hmm. serotonin and dopamine boosting back up in your brain. These are the little things that will create a foundation for you to transform your life because it is the small, simple changes that lead to the big results. Hope Smara, CEO of Mother Trekking Yoga. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. This has been super inspirational. I'm going to be doing these stretches in my chair. <laughs> I encourage everyone to check out your website, mothertrekkingyoga.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have been listening to the Hazard Girls podcast on Jacket Media, sponsored by Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company. That's junojonesshoes.com. And you can go there to learn about our steel toe boots, 
and to join the Hazard Girls community. I'm your host, Emily Salaby. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.